0: The Will Kane Show podcast is presented by the Capital One Saver Card. Earn 4% cash back on dining and entertainment, 2% at grocery stores, and 1% on all of their purchases.
1: Thank you for having me.
2: That's right. We did have Rick Ross. That was, uh, that was a good time. It took a, took a little while. And then he came in and he was, uh, he was fun. A lot of fun. We're talking about trying to be, I think Canel may have asked about being in his entourage. And Rick. Yeah, Rick Ross basically. Uh, like,
0: Viking from the, the mountains. He he said uh, <laughs> he ducked the question basically.
2: No, he said to be in your like if you want to be in Rick Ross's entourage about money, like you got to bring something to the table. You got to have you got to own a couple pieces of some blockbusters, or you got to have you know maybe maybe twenty percent of a, a couple hertz.
0: Right. Every group has yeah, rental, a, yeah. It's like an entry fee almost. Yeah. Right. Like, what do you
2: do? Well, Adnan provides the women.
0: Right. Sure. Yeah. I, I wouldn't be in that case, but you're right. If there was a guy. No, I was like, just, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Right. He brings the girls. He brings money. Yeah. He's got, he has a boat. Yeah. Yeah. yeah this guy. Yeah. Right, hey, Adnan's
2: got a boat. Right. Feel better now? <laughs> yeah. No, I feel like that one better I'd rather than be hustling in the girls. Well, just Adnan's smooth as hell. And you just, you, you may not guess it because of the baseball tonight stuff, but yeah, believe it or not, like <laughs> the guy's a, he's just a closer. And I need to get
0: numbers in female demographic. Yeah, right, right. And like It's
2: not so much for, hey, just like, you know, so right. the group's having a good time. Hey, why don't yeah. you guys come Correct. over? We got some Bel Air. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Not a big deal. You
0: right. know what I mean?
1: Nothing. Slide through, baby, dig? Yeah, there's no
0: expectations. Just have a good time.
2: We are waiting uh, for Daryl Morey, and I'm thinking we're just about to get him plugged yeah. in here.
0: How about Steve Young? We weren't sure if we were going to get him. No, at, we were At, weren't. Was at was the buster, and he nailed
2: it. He nailed it. I pulled the no on it. I said, "Nope, we're done. It's not happening." And then I get my ears through. He's like, "He's there. He's there. He's there." I go, "I don't know. I just brought up another topic." Might have been the best four minutes of the day. How about his Christmas list? It's driving that poor guy crazy.
0: <laughs> but this is the thing. He this is this is what's great about Steve Young. Most people are like, "Oh, yep, yeah, happy to be back." Whatever. He was honest because no, listen, I let you guys down last time. I want to make good. Here we go. Yeah, you don't
2: have that a lot in this. Not no. a lot of Hall of Famers come on and go, "Hey guys, before we you know before the Bortles stuff, I sucked last week. Flat out sucked. Redemption time." Right. Steve Young. Yeah. Let's go. That was on me. I'm like, all right. He he said that none of us noticed this, by the way, because we were doing the whole grit thing. Like, he brought up grit, mm-hmm. so then we started talking about grit, and then he has the greatest answer ever when we go, okay, well, let's get back on grit, and then I go, give me your grit rankings, and he goes, whoa, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah now we're cooking with grease. Yeah, he was excited. Like, then. Yeah, and then he came on just now and goes, I got to start. You know, wife's in the year, Christmas list, got to get stuff done. I'm trying to right. talk to you guys about Jared Goff. I'm like, man. I'm telling you, go back and
0: compare. He still was really good last week. What we got? bringing it. This is a no.
2: Okay. Do oh, yeah.
0: you want to bring Stanford Steve in now? <laughs> <laughs> um, Stanford Steve coming up minutes from now. We'll say that.
2: Ah, uh, man.
0: That's all right. It happens. Now listen, yeah. Daryl will be on tomorrow. I'm, I'm sure it's.
2: Or maybe on momentarily. Who knows? Yeah, it could be a G League move that we're not even aware of. Tariq Black. Right. You know? It happens. So. Uh well okay if you could drop everything tomorrow and I know as soon as I ask you this question Daryl Moore is gonna call right in exactly but what um if you could drop everything tomorrow no little Yusuf oh, do man. you envy me right now
0: um
2: or do you are you do I sadden you that I have nothing no
0: you don't <laughs> sadden me but I don't envy you like I I I embrace my life I love being father of three boys great wife wonderful job like I I take a lot of pride in what I have. Like, I understand. Like, whenever I say, yesterday I, I filled in, not filled in, I was a panelist at Outside the Lines in you know, those year end shows. Yeah. So, whenever people say the, their ages, or how many kids they have, like, oh, I have three boys. And they go, oh, wow. Like, yeah, nine, six, and one. They go, oh, man. Ugh. And it's like, you're, you're, you're supposed to be like, oh, I don't sleep much, or oh, it's a disaster. But I'm like, no, I, I love my kids. I love my life. I'm like, yeah, it's the best.
2: Wait a minute, you have three boys? Yeah. Oh, I thought the
0: third was a girl. Nope. Nine's Shaz De Niro. He's great. So, like, that's a, a great. Wait a minute, age. what's your third
2: kid's name? Shaz De Niro. Is that a name or it's, is that first just, and middle?
0: It's on the birth certificate first and middle. So it's just. Did she let you do that? Amon also a big De Niro fan. Oh, okay. Said, yeah. Like if I tried with Giamatti, she'd be like, hang on a second. Like I I like Cinderella Man as much as the next person, but hang on a second. We don't want sad Paul Giamatti walking around right here. Have
2: you felt like you've had an answer for me a lot the last last day or so? I, I think there's been listen, Yusuf
0: is upset because he just he doesn't get it. Like he, he's leaving. What do you mean he's leaving? When he's on vacation. Yusuf, no, he's Yusuf and I didn't we're hanging
2: out that much. Like, oh, He'll the, be fine.
0: The show's over. What do you mean it's over? How can it be over? Don't you guys have lifetime deals that you can't leave? We'd love that. But
2: I was just I I, Look, I got to tell you know, moving out, and for those that don't realize, tomorrow will be the last show, and and moving out, and, you know, I'm going to try to do something that that I haven't ever tried to do. Well, I shouldn't say it that way. I'm going to try to get into television production. But you've told stories about pitch meetings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Right, and I've talked to you about it a lot on on the side, but, you know, I have this friend who, it's actually a little inspirational because he was a guitar player. And the thing is, like, I always worry if I were ever a parent, Mm -hmm. and it's great to have your kid be into something. But what if they become too into the trumpet and then, you know, okay, cool. We're going to trumpet school now. And it's not that he's not playing sports, but then it's like 25. You're like, what are you doing? And you're like, I'm going to be a professional trumpet player. And you go, man, like that's, that's, yes. like, right, do you right. have a, do you have a kid who's too into magic.
0: That's a good yeah. point. Right, because you're always about, hey, follow your dreams, follow your passions, do what you yeah. love, and all of a sudden, I want to be a, a street musician. You go, hang on a second. Yeah, right. That's not going to pay the bills here.
2: I'm an illusionist.
0: Right. you go, well. Job. yeah,
1: Well, Job had
2: family money, right. not everybody. Sure. If, look, if you got family the money, be a, be a magician is, is all I'm trying to. But I, no, I've got a friend, and he was a classically trained guitarist. Wow. Juilliard, the whole deal. Wow. And he just deep down hated it. Well- He loved, he loved music and he loved guitar, but he loved blues. Oh, nice. So he just was constantly fighting between the two influences Mm -hmm. and, you know, classical, classical, and then he's blues and you're kidding me! You get Daryl Morey now? Yes, five minutes. Oh, <laughs>
0: unbelievable. this story is awesome
2: with the blues. But by the way, Daryl Morey here to discuss Chris. Daryl Morey loves music, so <laughs> it's not a problem. All right, so we're gonna have Daryl Morey next second. Okay, so, break, All right, no yeah. problem. We knew we'd work it out with Daryl. Okay. So here's my friend, and he's just he's he's fighting it, and like even some of the professors, and he's just not fitting in. And he says, "That's it, I've had it." And he he packs up his bags and he heads down to the Delta and he starts pursuing blues. And he's playing on the road. He's playing these, these. I think they call them juke joints. Mm -hmm. I'm not even sure if that's right. He meets up with this old guy that starts blowing some harp. And he's just doing all these shows. And he's learning what the blues mean. And I kept in touch with him the entire time. And then he ends up like, things get real weird down there in the deep south. And this older guy wasn't always straight up with him that he ended up traveling with, staying in cheap hotels. He meets a girl. It doesn't work out. And... You know, he At one point, I think he met Steve Vai, and then that got weird. But the whole point is is that he followed his dream. Mm-hmm. And as a musician, I totally get where he was coming from. Yeah. Are we going to have Daryl Morey for sure, you think? <laughs> yeah,
0: we will.
3: Because <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: I feel like I have more here on the blues than following dreams, but I don't want to get too deep in the woods. But, no, but we're going to do a next you. segment. But, but I, in, in summation, you are right. The people say follow your dreams, follow your passions, but honestly... They go, why are you giving up with Juilliard? Like, hey, I love the fact you like the Blues, but seriously, just do this first and then have a backup plan.
2: But that's not the way life works. No, it sure isn't. At Rusillo's show, 1-800-Flowers.com Twitter feed. Daryl Morey and Stanford Steve later this hour, we promise. It's It's ESPN Radio.
1: In life, there are talkers and there are doers. Sometimes it's not hard to tell the difference. Mike Bloomberg has spent his life getting big things done, starting his business out of a one-room office. Mike built a company with 20,000 employees, all with good pay and quality health care. Elected mayor in the aftermath of 9-11, Mike got to work helping rebuild a shaken city, creating nearly 500,000 new jobs and expanding health care for nearly 700,000 New Yorkers. I have to go to the gym and untangle my headphones while warming up on the treadmill. And I'll finally untangle them four miles later, at which point I'm going to be real tired. Oh, yeah.
4: Motorcycles make everything exciting. And when Geico makes it easy to switch and save on motorcycle insurance, it's even
2: more exciting.
1: And once I put my headphones in, I realize my phone's dead. Then I get to run in silence.
2: Geico Motorcycle. 15 minutes could save you
1: 15% or more.
2: Final one will be tomorrow. we got Van Pelt calling in. Looks like Chris Long's going to stop by, maybe a surprise or two. So I've had a lot of fun. Let's keep it rolling here. A guy I've known a long time. He has been great as a general manager. I think in the beginning some people wondered, is this really going to work out? And so far, I know it's not the ultimate goal, but Daryl Morey's been terrific with the Rockets. And the general manager joins us now. What's up, Darryl? How are you doing? Hey, Ryan.
0: Hey, Adnan. How are you doing? Doing great, Darryl. Thanks for coming on. We, we're. I know you and Ryan go way back, so we obviously are going to talk with the Rockets, the great success you're having. But at some point. If you want to get a little emotional here with Ryan, we are going to save time for that. Just so you know,
3: <laughs> we're going to get emotional. Well, like, you know, we... uh, Roy Roy Firestone, or... <laughs> exactly. exactly.
2: Thank you for making this weird before we even got there. Daryl Daryl's far too he's he's just straightforward. None of that's going to happen. He'll get emotional if if he has another game like last night. Um,
3: yeah, but, no, that was uh, we timed this well. It's always good to come on after a loss.
2: Yes,
0: <laughs> that's right. Great.
3: But you have built in
2: excuses, at least you could do that. So you guys have been great, though. I mean, that's the thing so far. Defensively, you know, looking at all these things. So you don't have to sell me on Chris Paul. I've always been a big Chris Paul defender. You bring him in, it has worked. But I'm actually very interested in the process of talking that out. What were, if there were any, like if you're doing pros and cons, were there ever negative questions that you were asking on how it could actually impact the franchise? Because so many people worried about it as a basketball fit.
3: Well, I think, uh, you know, given how good James is with the ball in his hands, I think there are natural questions by by everybody, like, hey, does it make sense to take, you know, the ball, even if it's only for 20 minutes, you know, somewhat out of James Harden's hand because he's so good. So I think that was a reasonable question. We were pretty confident in it. Mike had coached both. uh, So I think that was a big positive. You know, James Harden – uh, knows Chris well, and both of them thought it should work and a lot of uh a lot of this business is about the Dumbo feather if you believe it works, it works so i think uh so I think uh that was another uh, that was another positive factor and then for every overlap we have, which is you know in the twenty minutes when they play together um, you know where one of them you know one of them doesn 't have the ball primary on a particular possession. You know that's easily trumped by the fact that Chris was really born to play for Mike D'Antoni. I mean, he 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 can fully show what he's been born to do, which is to have a spaced floor, uh, early offense with shooters all around him. I mean, it's 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 remarkable what Chris can do uh, in you know in our structure.
0: Daryl, there's no doubt offensively, like you said, you, you could imagine this being a match made in heaven with names like D'Antoni and Paul and Harden, but defensively, the numbers have been really good. How do you explain that?
3: Yeah, a couple things. Uh, one is Chris is really, really good defensively. I think ESPN, you know, and other people have already questioned this, but it shows he's in the conversation, had him rated as the best uh, point guard defender in the history of the NBA. Now, I think, again, I think people could reasonably... You know, list other guys, but he's he's for sure in the conversation as one of the top defensive players at his spot over his career, and uh, so he's an upgrade. Then obviously, Luke Mbamute has been fabulous for us. P.J. Tucker has been fabulous for us. Clint Capella has taken another step forward on his defensive prowess. Uh, when you have other defenders around, James has uh, always been a very capable defender, but has had to carry a huge load on offense. So he's uh he's had more energy for that end this year so i think all of it's added up to us being like i yeah, i think we're like the 5th or 6th or 7th rated off defense so far it's been great
2: you mentioned before we're talking to Daryl Moray, gm of the rockets on that way you you've, you've stagger the minutes and, and traditionally i know it's it's not the, you're not the only team that By that's the way future.
3: by the way we're both friendly with the Celtics and one of the key Celtics execs last year Told me that he was confident we would be the thirtieth ranked defense. <laughs> so, so uh, I'm I'm happy to I'm happy to stick it to the un, uh, unnamed uh, Celtics executive who told me that.
2: Wow, I could probably guess, but I don't want to do that. So I'm not <laughs> I'm not going to. Wow, that's crazy. They said you'd be thirty in defensive efficiency.
3: Thirtieth, yes. They they actually what he told me is they took an internal poll of <laughs> where we would rank, and and he ranked us thirty. And if he could have ranked us 31, he would have gone with that. So, so he he honestly told me that story mostly to just be positive and just say, you know, it is, it it has been a great job by our coaching staff, uh Jeff bizdelic our you know our defensive coordinator, really to to get us. We've got a lot of great offensive players. To get us playing as a unit defensively has been really, really great and, and a credit to our coaching staff, for sure.
2: Yeah, this year's seventh, and that's after last night's shoot-fest by Kuzma. Yeah,
3: that wasn't the best. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and then... yeah, we had we had a rough one. I mean we i think we won 22 out of 23 or something insane so i guess we can hopefully yeah, but, forgive yeah. one loss but daryl uh, you're
2: going to be okay here you're going to be okay but yeah, that's that's last I year so. i wanted to point this out though so people see your top 10 this year you were 17th last year and there was a big discrepancy last year after makes after misses and then you know with paul at the front of this thing defensively it just changes who you are so having said sure. those things what surprises you, man? I know how much you think about this. There's that Michael Lewis chapter. Like, what about evaluating players and thinking about transactions in this league? What surprises Daryl Morey today?
3: I mean, I can just say for our situation, what surprised me this year is that you go into every season saying, "Okay, if we have this player, you know, do this, and then that guy, you know, Clint Capella takes a step forward and." You know, Chris and James integrate as well as we felt it could work. You know, if you have all those things, if you have these things go well, we're going to have a really solid year, rarely does it happen that we've had so far, obviously it's still early, where everything that you plan out goes as well or better than you expected. And that's, you know, we've had that, and sometimes that means you're about to be due for, you know, a little bit of a punch to the mouth because the league is tough. Um but yeah, I know we we thought PJ Tucker would be great and he's been fabulous. We thought Clint could take another step forward and he has. We thought Chris would integrate. Well, so you know, we've 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 sort of hit on every uh hit on everything so far and, and that's rare, especially in free agency.
0: Talk with Daryl Morey, the GM of the Houston Rockets right now on the Rosilla Show. Daryl, I started rooting for you as a host of Baseball Tonight. Once I started reading, oh, this Daryl Morey guy is heavy into analytics and he's taking a page out of uh, what they've done in baseball and trying to find different ways to win. So I, I always find outside-the-box thinkers are, are – Probably underrated. Most,
3: most people yeah. go the other way, right? Most people. Most people. In go, the beginning, they do. They're like, "What is this guy doing?" And then they decide to hate hate the Rockets. So I appreciate <laughs> you went the the, the the positive way. No, yeah. absolutely,
0: and I love the fact that you'll take chances, you'll take risks because you you realize this is a tough gig. How motivated are you to keep pace with the Warriors?
3: I mean, it's the only thing we think about. I think I'm not supposed to say that, but I mean, we we're 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 basically obsessed with how do we beat the Warriors. And, uh, you know, we don't really, we don't even deserve to say, we don't, we don't deserve to be able to even say that. Last year, the Spurs knocked us off. Uh, so we're very worried about the Spurs. They always are, you know, one step ahead of every organization and guard us better than anyone. Uh, but we know that, you know, it's like we calculated, it's like 90% if we're going to win a title, we've got to obviously beat the Warriors at some point. And so we're we're extremely focused on that. And a lot of our signings and, you know, what we do during the year is based on that.
2: Yeah, that is um, revealing. But it's it has to be the only thing. Like when I look at the defenders that you brought in, it looked like you have guys you're hoping can keep up and you have multiple players that can switch and can defend. So how often do you and D'Antoni talk about what you're doing and then also still pay attention to how they're playing?
3: Yeah, and I don't know why you'd do anything else. Like what 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 is the point of this league except winning a title? So I mean, we're we'd love to get the one seed, we'd love to win more games than any in Rockets history, which is 58. Those are all nice things, but you know, frankly, we spend most of our time just figuring out how we might be able to knock the Warriors off in seven games and because we're pretty sure that's going to be what defines our season.
2: Daryl, I'm really uh, happy for you and all the success, man. And thanks for taking some time out to join us here, all right?
3: Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Absolutely, luck. yeah. All right,
2: thanks, man. Rockets GM Daryl Morey, Shell Penzo, Performance Line, get instant gold status at Shell. Join the Fuel Rewards program now at fuelrewards.com dot com slash gold. That was uh, that was really cool though because He's it's, awesome. so, it's He's, so
0: true. He's so just, honest. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. We all we do is think about the Warriors, but you could <laughs> see with the guys they're bringing in, and he even said in the Chris Paul thing, which I like because a lot of you. you this league is multiple guys. You need all the guys you can get. And then you get too many guys, or you get a Harden and Chris Paul. And it's like, eh, well, there's only one basketball. And you're just like, oh, you again? Like, we're going to say this? Right. And they staggered out. He just told us it's 20 minutes on the overlap, and then the rest of the minutes by themselves. And defensively, that still works for them. <laughs>
0: that self-executive line was great.
2: Yeah, 30th. I, I think I know who it is, too, but I can't. I can't. No, oh, I got that. It's not Ainge.
0: i leave it at that. Not
2: Ed <laughs> Stanford Steve, stopping by here a couple segments to go with Adnan Thursdays, the Rosilla Show ESPN Radio. Now that human resources director Fernando Pino has chronos for HR, payroll, talent, and time, he's completely crushing it. He even
0: has his own hype song. Supporting our entire workforce. Everyone has different hours, skill sets, and pay grades. Top,
3: top, top,
0: now we are Motivating and engaging our people every step of the way. Kronos. HR solutions for the modern
1: workforce and the people who support them. Learn more at chronos.com slash HR swagger. Stanford
2: Steve in the building. I remember once uh, I was like, hey, we should have Stanford Steve on the show. We had a big disagreement about it um, at the time and then, Essentially, somebody said to me, well, it's like having a PA on. I was like, yeah, except for a PA that's famous. It's the Rossillo Show with Adnan Verte. It's ESPN Radio. Uh, it's good to see you, my man. I'm so happy for you, the, all the stuff with Van Pelt and, uh, you guys. Look, you could, how is your life work and how has your wife not divorced you yet? Because you still travel as much as you used to travel before you were even locked up. Yeah. Now I'm not even home at night either. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. Not only good your
4: nice wife show. is the greatest, it's obviously. Gone. Yes. Uh, it's, it's going, it's, it's been a transition or in a couple years in, but, uh, it's
2: going, this is what year three. Yeah. Gosh, that's, that's crazy. crazy. Yeah. Well, with young,
0: young girls, you got the day with them, right? So that, at least that part of it's nice. Yeah. So that's it. When people often mistake that they think, oh, when you have kids, you have to be home at night, but if they're young enough, you can spend the day with them. And then it's only 24 hours in the
4: day, Ryan, as you know, right. that's
2: right. Um, depending. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But I hear the days are long, but the years are short. That's, that's what I hear. Gotta <laughs>
3: uh, yeah. we'll work out the math on that one, but maybe. <laughs> yeah.
4: Well, I was I was listening on the way in, and you said you don't want any congratulations, as Adnan tried to tell you from the start. And oh, well, it feels weird, you know, to be like, "Congratulations!" Well, no, I,
2: I, I could be making a mistake.
4: I but. got you, and you're the best because you just told Adnan right to start the show. Like, hey, it's not going to be a congratulations, so here we go. Um, but I was trying to think about what I wanted to say about you to you and everything that I've worked. Like you just mentioned, like I, we spent time more than I was with my family's traveling I spent more time radio. with you
2: for six years than any other human being.
4: And I finally figured it out driving yesterday cause I didn't want to tweet anything. I wanted to come in say hello and well, do I noticed I you
2: didn't tweet. I was checking the blue check. I
4: figured you were cause I could see who you're responding to.
0: So, um, I probably wouldn't have tweeted either, but Van Pelton right away. So, so I right away. Go, yeah. Well, I was
2: trying to keep track of like the right. people that I knew. Of you course. know what I mean? Of course. Yeah. So, um, randos. I was just thinking like why it
4: worked. Why were we, why do we like each other? Why, yeah. why were we successful? And to me, and it's funny that's Adnan's Harris because he is the, not this at all. You and I don't care what other people think of us.
2: <laughs> Whereas, Mr. Verk over there. Wait, so wait a Are we praising what? me or are we trashing Verk in this segment? I'm, I'm just a little bit of both. But can no, go no. Back no, no. I'm just. You.
4: I said it's funny how I, like you mentioned Adnan was on going to be on the show today, and I'm like, wow. I'm like Adnan. Like I wish I did things a lot more like he does because he's a good people person. Yeah, that's see. Now we're and complimenting I you. Yeah. I can't do
2: it. You're right. Yes, <laughs> that's the thing. And this is going to be one of the things I talk about a little bit tomorrow. But. Yeah. You are better at this. You are better at the corporate thing. Like Stanford Steve and I aren't very good at the corporate thing. No. Right. Uh, you might be worse than me, Steve, but. <laughs> but
0: look at the success I, I you guys <laughs> have had by keeping it real. And people like me appreciate when you get authenticity and honesty from those around you. Like, is it? <laughs> you always know we're honest. Yeah, absolutely. Think, think about it. Is it better in life to be nice or to be honest? Okay. You get more friends in by the being corporate nice, world. But it's think,
2: better to be honest. I think you're better off just playing it all the time. And if you're frustrated, just shut up. You know? I but don't, people
0: respect, if there's a meeting and a, and a boss knows it's a bad idea and he throws it out there. And everyone goes, yeah, great idea, chief. And Stanford Steve's the one guy who goes, yeah, I actually think it's a bad idea. The boss would go, I respect that. Cause actually, I don't think it's a good no, idea. No, <laughs> it's no, a good no. idea from you. <laughs> Thanks yeah. for speaking up, Steve. It is a bad idea.
2: Yeah, I don't, I don't know about that. So you do that a lot. No, you, I'm you, the you, nice guy. I go, yeah, yeah. great. Job, whatever you say, coach. Yeah, let's do it. See, I think more people in management would much rather have that. Nobody ever goes, you know what I really like is that outspoken wheel. guy ryan it's always gonna <laughs> well you, you can't be say. outspoken
0: every time you gotta, right, right, like right you, you, you,
2: gotta, you gotta learn when to, to take your shots
4: and to the people that always ask like hey well, we're still all this that you know why is he always mad i'm like he's
2: not always mad he just looks that way right i have a bad resting you know, you know what face i just do <laughs> I, I you know when i used to bar natural disposition like, is to be <laughs> angry I, I'm not trying to be angry. I wouldn't say angry. Just, no, just I don't just smile.
0: Didn't Van Pelt say his uh, clothing is business furious? <laughs> yes, whatever.
2: <laughs> if we were trying to come up with a fashion line <laughs> or something like that, business business furious. Van Pelt was able to come up with that one. Right. Uh, what, what are we, we going to do with the helmets? I don't that's, know. That's you know, question.
4: you know what you want. I know which ones are yours.
2: Yeah, I know that. Here's what I don't want to do: is move with forty helmets. I understand that. So, yeah, but I also don't want anyone else to have them. So it's Correct. a very very tricky thing. Mm-hmm. Because I don't like how people have just been like, oh, the radio helmets just go snag when it's the radio. Stupid morons. Yeah. So that's what's happened uh over the last few years. And we know about it, TV guys. So, you know, and then and then you go back and you see a radio helmet in the TV cage. You're like, "Hey, can I get like, oh, you want that back, <laughs> loser." Right. right. So, I would like I would like a handful of the ones and that's kind of it, but okay. then I don't want you to get 70. So, yeah. I'm this- not going to
4: take 70. <laughs> I just, you know, some of my best work ever on the show was getting helmet.
2: Van Pelt then retroactively wanted a couple of the helmets back. Danny took a couple, no oh, doubt.
4: Danny took every one for his office when he got one here. It's a right, short Right, but supply. then I got his office. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Well, we got to
2: so We got even there. We got to have a little uh, inventory. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you which ones I want. I'm not going to want a ton because okay. it's just you get older. If I were younger, I'd want as many as I get my hands on. But... I, you know, moving Adnan and stuff like that. I was
0: about to say, do you have a specific plan for what you want to do with them?
2: I'm like, going to wear them and run into stuff.
0: All right, good answer. Because I, I, if, you, if you're going to say you just wanted to display it, I'm like, well, why do you need an Oregon Ducks helmet? I, I know. I'm a huge
2: Ducks fan. Right,
0: love Chip. I got First of, it, of all, yeah. you kidding me? Right. But if, you, if you're going to wear them and utilize <laughs> them, I guess that's, that makes sense. <laughs>
2: yeah. But you're going through a tough transition, okay? So games, you lose right. your head coach to Florida State and see how well you do against Boise State. All right, well, right. Try not having four head coaches since 2009. What are you supposed to do? One went to the NFL. Helfrich inherited They still played a national title game. Taggart leased her his dream job. And then you're adding the fourth who hasn't even been the head coach yet in, Cristobal. I know what you're doing Next level.
4: I see, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Have you got any podcast tips yet for Madnan?
2: Oh, that's right. I will be launching a podcast. Um, what, what should I do? Can we get Margot Robbie on mine
0: again? I was about to say, I can pass along some of the guest lists. We've had Willem Defoe, We had Richard Jenkins, Margot Robbie, J.K. Simmons, whatever you need. Steve Carell. Steve Car- I've not had Steve Carell yet. Uh, Pacino? I haven't had a Pacino yet. De Niro. You oh, De Niro. That's right. <laughs> just good. He
2: got that's De Niro. It. Nobody else did.
0: No, that's not true. <laughs> no, he, <laughs> he was on like, first De Niro is stalked my cap. <laughs> De Niro was yeah, on was first really take
2: being nice, <laughs> like, look, uh, I just have a Yankees uh, hat. Will you people back off? Yeah. I, no, I told Brett De Niro I said, to left. I don't care.
0: I told De Niro there's <laughs> a Georgia helmet in it for you if you want to talk to me for 10
2: minutes. My man, up top. You're the best. You're the You've best. had my back all the time. Stanford Steve will be seeing him probably out in the West Coast more than I realize. All right. <laughs> With that, let's uh, close this out today. Stanford Steve, giving you the Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Best phones, best <laughs> networks, no contracts. Sure, you wrote it up. I read it.
1: CSBN <laughs> yep. Radio. An interesting creature inhabits the flat, arid plains of many an automobile dashboard, the bobblehead. It's most agreeable and will nod along to anything, despite having no brain function. But when the bobblehead hears how Geico not only saves people money, but also gives them access to licensed agents 24-7 online and over the phone, he'll nod even more vigorously because he knows you should switch. Because, yes, switching to Geico is a no-brainer. Easy, bobblehead, easy. You're going to get whiplash.
2: Adam Verk, a guy that I've had as much fun with, we always looked at each other and said, I don't know if we'd be able to do this five days a week, though. (laughs) And I think we could have, though, you know, we would have figured it out, but I just the energy, the amount of fun. I think people even that know me, they're like, man, you're just having a blast every day. So thanks, man. Thank exactly. you. I'm going to miss you and you know how I feel about you and you know, I'll be keeping in touch. So it doesn't matter.
0: Yeah. That's the thing. I, I'm, I'm wondering if I should craft my teary farewell to you, but I feel like I'm going to see you like next week. Like you're going to be around here for a couple more weeks. Yeah.
2: I love Hartford. So I right. mean, actually the whole LA thing is that's a ruse for real estate. <laughs> I'm just going to we'll go
0: to Beasley in town and, yeah, and, and gonna, grab a
2: pastrami sandwich and kick it in Hartford because I haven't hit up every restaurant <laughs> 1,000 times yet. No, uh, I'm not going to. It's going to take me a little while to figure out exactly uh, yeah. on that kind of result. This happened really, really quick. So it wasn't as if I had offers in on the house and you got to move out and you've right. grown up stuff. But looking around and going, I don't want to pack is a bad reason to not try something different in your life. So, anyway. Yeah, that's a good way of looking at it. Listen,
0: I, as a as, San Francisco, you're not going to say congratulations, but as a guy who had no background in radio, I'm always going to be indebted to you because you showed me what's good and what works and what doesn't. And as I said earlier, you'd like, like to have friends who are nice to you and friends who are honest, and you can be both, and you're an example of that. If the segment didn't work, you would turn to me and be like, wasn't sure about the follow-up to Joe <laughs> <laughs> But when it killed, you're like, that was awesome, man. Hey, thanks for laying out because I had a great rant against Jeffrey Loria or against Dwight Howard, and you'd tell me. I'm just going to go, and I'm like, great. But if there was something positive, you'd say, I love the way you added that to the conversation. Or, that was really good instincts. And that that's the key. Even, even when we weren't working together, there was times I was doing four to seven, got show you, but like, hey, take a list to that second segment back. And I'd listen to it like, I know you're a little fast, you're going to slow it down. I'm like, yeah, I got it. So listen, man, that kind of stuff I obviously thank you for because the formatics of the biz, because you've done it for so many years and you've done it at all different levels, you've done it solo, you've done it with a host, you've done it locally, you've done it national." That kind of stuff I hope people don't overlook when it comes to you. Yes, you're measured. Yes, you're thoughtful. Yes, you're knowledgeable. Yes, you work hard. Yes, you have dry humor. But but the formatics of it and loving the business of broadcasting is something that I appreciate about you. And I appreciate you for giving that gift to me.
2: I wish I was good at the formatics, as you just explained. <laughs> I probably could still improve <laughs> on those a little bit. But uh, that means a lot, man. Seriously. Thank oh. you. All right. That's Ad Inverk. Rossillo here on The Rosillo Show at 100flowers.com Twitter feed. If you, uh, miss any of the show, you can subscribe to our best of podcast available in the listen tab of the ESPN app and a reminder. And we'll do it from the Will Kane feed and I'll make sure people know what's going on with Will. But my podcast, we just had a thing. We're going to get that thing going in January. And I've got a couple guests already lined up that are bigger than probably I, any guests that I, I've grabbed. I, I can't believe what you said to me with the, I, yeah,
0: fingers crossed, man. That's going to be awesome. And well, it, it that bears, one's done.
2: That one's locked up.
0: Well, and it bears reemphasizing how good the podcast has been. Yeah, right. those, so those are this, heavy hitters that you guys are up against, and you've been doing great.
2: Yeah, so it's actually kind of a cool thing that that we're all agreeing to do, and, and that's why I I really appreciate how, you know, I I think I feel like, you know, I talked to one of my bosses as I got done with the show yesterday, and he's like, how do you feel? I go, kind of, I don't know, it's this weird, euphoric, like, I can't wait for what's next thing, but, you know, I also i am kind of in this weird spot. He's like, hey, man, just... Do great on the podcast, and you know we'll figure. You know, and I was like, all right, all right, cool. Well, I had somebody say to me ago, if you listen
0: to Rosillo's open yesterday, because he sounds like a guy who was who was eager to move on. I said,
2: mm.
1: no, i do no, about, about,
0: not I know about eager. No. Eager is not the right word. He is. I'm going to say resigned to his fate. He is accepting of what's happening. He's going to embrace his future
3: challenges. I correct? would
2: do. I would think of it this way: yeah. if, if you're a coach and you lost your starting quarterback, right. and then you had to go to practice the next day with a backup, you could do two things. You could one, for you'd be like. We're probably screwed, huh? <laughs> like, who are we kidding? Right? Like, we're, you're you're the backup for a reason, or you could go. All right, here's what we got to do. We're gonna have to run the football a little bit more, be better on defense, and we'll figure this thing out. Right? And that's kind of how I felt. So and I, I don't I don't know why anybody would take the, that. Eager, from. I don't say it's not eager. And I say this as
0: a friend. For six years now, we've been working together. Which it's Van Pelt, Canel, and then me. I think in terms of the most appearances because it's been so many over the last six years. It would definitely be you third. But yeah. I think I don't know if I've seen you as happy as I've seen you the last few months. I think you really enjoyed this idea of the rotation and having guys like Will and yeah. Elmo myself. I I do feel like you're a guy who really embraced this challenge this latest chapter and it was a lot of fun for you generally, which is nice. It's nice to be able to finish on a on a high note.
2: Yeah, I actually feel really good like it's so weird this farewell thing and you're going I'm 42, man. <laughs> you know, somebody right. somebody sent me a note. The kid was really young. He's like incredible run, something you can look back on and be proud of. And you're like I'm not dead. Right. I'm not dead yet. It's coming. Here's right. Steve. Well, sorry. Keep no, going. No, 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 you good? Okay, yeah, okay. All right. Here is Steve Young, though. Just the intro to his visit with us an hour ago was incredible. So two weeks in a row from Steve Young.
1: Previously on the Ryan Rossello Show.
2: Steve, I have very little time, so maybe 20 seconds. Are you worried that you're standing with the Niners will drop to three now behind Montana and Garoppolo? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Especially looks. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I, look, right now, it's great, and he's got a lot more filters to go through. But you come in and you solidify a team that's struggling, give them hope, uh, get the job done through you know last couple, uh, last second drive to do it. Uh, look,
0: everyone's like, "Well, oh, this guy's a veteran." They look like he's been played for every, even though he's only played six games. I mean, pretty good. Pretty good. You can summarize off the top. We had asked him, and he, he asked. He said, "Listen, I apologize about last week." My wife was in my ear telling me all the holiday shop we got to do. So I was kind of all over the place. I, I'll, I'll do better this time. And he brought it.
2: Yeah. He's a good. Well, how was his wife piped in through the IFB? That's what I don't understand. Like, what kind of <laughs> phone does she have? <laughs> and I just, as I said to you after, like, do you think other people said
0: to him, like, Hey, Steve, you kind of work great. And he go, you just said, no, correctly. He's a competitor. Athletes have it within them. He, he got off the phone and goes, that was a pick. Like in in football parlance, that was a turnover. None you know, of us it thought it. None we of thought us thought it was. It was great. Great. He thought it was. You're right. you're right. He was like, oh god. When I asked him who was the other grit guy, oh whence? I'm oh, not really sure. So he wanted to make good. So there it is. If only we could all have make goods in life. More teams. People wanted to say they buy in until you win. People are upset we didn't mention the Clippers. Well, I mean, Wait, Nash- You're just doing the beginning of the show with oh, no. I didn't. We're, we're gonna recap now because buy in until you win. We said the Raptors and the Chiefs. Other mentions: Clippers. Capitals, blues, nationals. Caps is a good one. Caps is a good one. Always really loaded and then knock in the playoffs.
2: Wake me up until they win. What do you have tonight?
0: College football tonight, Temple.
2: Uh and, and it's Nagani's
0: gonna be locked in. He locked in. And it's me and Jesse and Joey reunited again. You won't say anything. You
2: wouldn't even laugh. I
0: hope Temple wins. Nagani's gonna be all in. Be no, great. but
2: you wouldn't even laugh because we talked about it earlier. No How about, about Stanford it. Steve getting on your case about the Frank Beamer Geno Smith?
0: It was, and you know, as soon as he brought it up, it brought back the the terror. But I mean, you know, when you ask the wrong question, it's 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 a heart attack. It's is that television? Is that the wrongest of the wrong questions? Yeah, I I can't remember a worse one now because I remember Beamer was like what, and then I Geno Smith again, with a Gino, player. Yeah, I, I don't uh, Steve may remember what he said, but I think it was really like what, and I'm like Geno Smith, and just like Geno, and then I remember your face and like Steve Steve's face. Everyone's and, oh, looking at you. Oh yeah. no. This guy was filling in on Gottlieb, he did the press, like Adam Klug said he was good and all of a sudden now he's he's butchering our show. Like we can't have this again, Klug and Stancic are to blame. Louise agreed to this? We have to have a meeting about this? Like, we really God. liked
2: him. He's good energy, good positivity, takes calls, likes calls. <laughs> right. Thinks Gino Smith is on Virginia Tech. Right. Or thinks that Beamer's Holgerson? What? <laughs> that would have been even better. <laughs> I just confused those two. Listen, the first time I ever worked with you, people said to me, listen,
0: he's angry, He's brooding. He's hostile. All <laughs> those are true. But you're also a terrific guy. You're great at your job. You're a good friend to me. Thank you for always being good to me and my family. And a big advocate for cinephile. Because you were the first one who said, let's talk movies. You're into this stuff? Let's do it. I didn't know we hired Leonard Moulton. Let's go. And that helped build up the brand of Adnan Movie Guy.
2: And look at that. You get a little fallback in case that college football thing doesn't work out. Uh, you're my friend. Thank you, Adnan. you <laughs> for it. everything. I All right. you. For Adnan Verk, that'll do it for us. Tomorrow's final show, Van Pelt is going to call in the Russillo Show, ESPN Radio.